Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Mark G. Richardson's hit podcast series, Remodeling Mastery. This series is brought to you by Surefire Local. Today's topic might seem like an obvious one, but Mark will be sharing his insights on profitability. Listen in closely and learn how to make your business more profitable. Over to you, Mark. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to help you grow and improve your business. What I try to do is take different topics, some more conceptual and some more tactical. But all of these topics are really designed so that you can really reflect and really know what to focus on moving forward. This podcast series is produced by Surefire Local and supported by professional Remodeler Magazine, as well as the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. Today, I want to talk about a topic that, while on many ways seems kind of an obvious business topic, but I find that many businesses today are a little bit challenged or strapped in terms of the level of profitability that they're actually making. While we're really seeing, I think, times right now that are about as good as they've been in many, many years, it doesn't necessarily make it easier to make a profit. So today I'm going to talk about the whole notion of profit and how to increase the level of profit within your business. What's interesting is you think about kind of the environment that's out there, there's a tremendous amount of tailwind that's out there. Tailwind in terms of the consumer demand as a result of home appreciation being relatively strong as a result of being homeowners who put projects off for so many years during the recession. You know, interest rates continue to be uh, in a very good place, as well as certainly the stock market and, and, and the overall housing market is very positive. So in many ways, if you kind of think about this like sailing, there's a very nice tailwind, and I would even argue a relatively heavy tailwind behind you. But having a heavy tailwind for those that aren't necessarily experienced sailors is probably not ideal. You want to have a nice gentle tailwind if you want if you're having a little bit less experience. I think the same thing holds true when it comes to profitability in your business. If you can have a good tailwind, that's all very positive, but if you don't know how to control it, then that profitability you might go too far to the left or too far to the right. So I really do believe that the profit that you're making in a business is really a choice. It's not a choice in terms of being excessive, but it is a choice of being solid and firm. And being profitable, I think for most businesses, is really quite important. What I'm most impressed with is I work with and I coach different businesses out there is the businesses that can predict the level of profitability more than necessarily just have more or less of it. Predicting is a good indicator of health. Predicting means that you are looking out to the future, you're planning properly, and then you're working that particular plan. So I want to give you a list of kind of 10 different ways to become more profitable or focus on the subject of profitability. The first one I want to talk about is if you want to be profitable, you really have to know your numbers. 
you know, think about this like a dashboard of the car. If I ask you, what are those key numbers? What are those key gauges or indicators that you need to keep an eye on? You don't even hesitate to know there are three primary key indicators on your dashboard that you need to know almost intimately. Now, knowing those dashboard indicators doesn't necessarily mean you're paying attention to it. So in particular, you know, you might glance down, for example, at the speedometer, you know, every 60 seconds, whereas the fuel gauge, which is equally important, it might be something that you look at every 20 or 30 minutes. So knowing your numbers, I think, within the business is one of the keys to being profitable. Profit really is just math. It's just a product. It's a result of the other key indicators and metrics being hit. So as you think about what are those key metrics in most remodeling businesses? Well, number one is you want to be focused on the lead flow. Now, the lead flow has a lot of different sublegs to it, but that's one of the key numbers that you want to flow because if you have the right flow coming into the business and you know the other numbers in terms of close rate as well as in terms of the effectiveness, you're going to be more, uh, more profitable. You also need to know your conversion rates. And conversion rates are something that they'll change pretty dramatically month to month. But if you're watching them on the right cycle, that right cycle being every three to six months or so, then you probably ought to see some patterns that you can adjust to. Your sales. The sales that come in are obviously the total sales that come in, but also another element of the sales you need to watch very carefully is your average ticket or your average contract price per sale. Now, watching that on a six-month to nine-month cycle, I think, is ideal. Once you move the projects into production, then you need to monitor the time. How quickly are you moving through these projects? What is your dollar per week, dollar per month, dollar per, per year in terms of what you're getting in terms of returns? You need to monitor the gross profit that you're receiving. Gross profit needs to be looked at not only in terms of the dollars of gross profit, but also in terms of the percentage of gross profit that you're actually seeing. And that's showing whether you're predicting correctly, but also your overall effectiveness. And then, of course, you need to keep an eye on your overhead expenses. Your overhead is your budget. Your overhead is what you think you overall are going to spend to be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish to generate the gross profit, which then is going to give you your net profit. So in simple terms, there's really only a few key indicators, but you really need to know them. And then you need to realize if I can keep them on track, that I'm probably going to not only hit the profitability that I need to do, but also it needs to be what is pro pro uh, projected. Now, in many companies, you do... Uh, as a given, kind of an annualized budget, but that annualized budget that you're doing is something that should not be memorialized. It's something that should be reviewed on a regular basis, not a, not a daily basis, but certainly on a monthly basis. How am I doing and what do I need to do to, to adjust? The number two is you need to have the right plan to be profitable. Now, a lot of companies, I think, think seem to think that if I have a tremendous amount of growth, I'm going to actually be more profitable than if, if I'm not. I've actually found the rate of growth is really critical in terms of the level of profitability. 
And as you read my first book, How Fit Is Your Business, what I talk about in that rate of growth is many different rates of growth. Zero to five percent in the times we're in right now, you're actually, I think, falling short. Five to ten percent is certainly fine. However, I think you might, in fact, lose a couple of your key team members because it's not necessarily creating enough opportunity for them in the future. The sweet spot in terms of growth, in my opinion, is 10 to 20% in normalized times. 10 to 20% allows you to put the right people, the right systems, the right processes in place. But most importantly, while all that's going on, it allows you to continue to see positive growth in your profitability as well. Once you get above 25-30%, then oftentimes the profitability goes down, at least as a percentage, in large part because you're having to invest a lot more into the business, a lot more training, a lot more turnover, a lot more learning curve into the business. So it's counterintuitive to think that high levels of growth create the highest level of profitability. The number three element in terms of profitability, if you want to increase or be more profitable, is be more transparent with your profitability. You know, profitability is, in fact, a team sport. And the more that your team understands, I think, the numbers and what the key indicators are, the more that I think they're likely to have an influence. The more transparency you can create in terms of profitability, you can start to have discussions with them about how to increase or where the liabilities and risk are in terms of the profitability. Number four level of profitability element that I want you to focus on is having the right client. Many years ago, a friend of mine was doing a seminar. This was about 20 or 25 years ago, and he said 18% of the clients out there will not allow you to make a profit. And I remember at the time thinking, wow, how could he ever come up with that? Needless to say, he'd been working with, from a financial and accounting point of view, with many different remodeling companies. So he'd kind of aggregated those numbers and really presented it in that way. Well, I went back and take a, took a look at that within our organization and our team. And I found of the 20 previous clients that we looked at, actually 40 did not allow us to hit the profit margins that moved it into the black. What's interesting about that number, too, is that that number being so high, 20% in our case, or 18% that was presented by my friend, it actually pulls down your profitability dramatically. If you kind of think about this, and I'd encourage you to play around with the numbers and say, okay, if I have 10 clients out there and two of them allow me not to make a profit, eight of them allow me to make a profit, what does that start to do to the percentage of profit that I end up making? So having the right clients make a big difference, which means you have to say no to the wrong clients. Now, the more that you're operating in a degree of scarcity out there, or you're like a, a, a dog in heat trying to get every single project you can, the likelihood of you having the right clients all the time is much lower. So what I created, and there's a podcast on this as well, an earlier podcast, what I created was a checklist of 10 questions you could ask yourself of creating the right client. And you can ask yourself these questions and then start to filter and say no to more of those clients that, quite frankly, you don't want them to swim into your net into your net, because ultimately it'll end up being negative for you and negative for the team. 
Number four, in terms of increasing the, the level of profitability, or actually number five, is having the right projects. Now, this kind of ties into the right client, but right project and right client are really two distinctly different elements. Think about your projects almost like a big target that you're shoot, shooting a bow and arrow at. And in the center of that target, you have the bullseye. You have the red bullseye. Now, think about the projects that fall within that, that bullseye for you, and then you have the circles as they continue to fall out. Now, in your particular business, you might be more focused on projects that you're very, very profitable at that are the fifty dollars to $100,000 projects. Those projects that are $10,000, you are not so profitable. Those projects that are two fifty dollars to $300,000, you are not so profitable. Those projects that are fifty dollars to $100,000 might be the kitchen projects or the bathroom projects as opposed to the exterior additions which are larger or the flip side of that, the smaller repair type projects. But if you can define and really know your numbers well enough to know what is your sweet spot, what is in that center of the target, you're going to be more likely to focus on more of those. So in the simplest terms, know what the right projects are, but then get more of them, and you're going to see your profitability go up. Number six in terms of increasing profitability is your people. You know, in my Fit to Grow book, one of the key themes of that book is people are your greatest assets. You know, those companies out there that are focused on their people are seeing better returns. And focusing on your people have a tremendous amount of legs to it. You know, when I say people are your greatest assets, the most important word there in that simple theme is the word asset. They're your greatest investments. Are you putting the right level of care and feeding? Are you compensating them properly? Are you training them properly? Training is really more of an investment that's, than an expense. I was leading a group about seven years ago of top remodelers right in the middle of the recession. And I asked them how many of them had grown their business in the last 12 months versus their business had declined. Of those 14 companies, four of them had grown their business and 10 of them had shrunk. My follow-up question was, how many of you have increased the level of training versus decreased the level of training given the recession that's going on? The four companies were the only four companies that increased their level of training in production, in sales, and the others had shrunk it, and they're the ones that grew during those times. You know, people are your most important asset. And if you want to be profitable, focus on the people, not necessarily the clients, not necessarily the projects, and you're going to be more profitable. Number seven is your processes. Now, we all talk about processes and systems and how important it is to communicate certain ways and have the right processes and have everything written down. But I believe it also has a big influence on your profitability. Number one, if you're doing something consistently the same way, chances are you're going to see a little bit better returns. But most importantly, I would question your processes. I would look for better ways of doing it. You know, there's a lot of chatter out there in the marketplace right now about our tremendous labor shortage and challenge that we have. 
And there's many of the advocates out there that believe, oh, we've got to bring more young people into the market. We've got to bring in more immigrants in terms of helping us with, with the labor shortage. And while those are certainly important, I think, solutions, those are long-term solutions. They're not going to put profitability in your pocket in the short term. So what you need to do, I think, when it comes to this subject is focus on it in terms of processes and systems. In other words, what products can you put into your projects that you can do more efficiently, do more effectively, make a little bit more money on? Obviously, you want to do this in a purest way for the client, but it, by sp focusing on your processes and systems, you can see better profitability. Number eight, which is a little bit more... Uh, 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 conceptual, but it's it's a definitely one of the top ones that I see out there that are challenges for many of the leading remodeling businesses, and that is you've got to stay focused. You know, focus is one of the reasons that businesses are successful or they're they're failing. So if you can be more focused and not be out there changing, ch ch uh, chasing the new shiny object, all the new opportunities. Uh, that are out there, the new products, the new services. Yes, of course, you need to have an element of entrepreneurial spirit within your business. But if you want to be profitable, you have to stay more focused. I would say at least 80, 85% of your energy ought to be more focused on the things that are in your sweet spot that you're good at, that you need to get better at, and not necessarily get too diverse in terms of products and services for your clients. Number nine way to be more profitable is also a little bit more of a process, and I put it under the category of monitoring it. You know, if you think about kind of this journey that you're on in terms of profitability, it's very much like a flight path. It's very much like flying from Washington, D.C. to uh, California. And if you're flying on that, 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 pilot who's in that plane, he not only has a plan, but he's also, most importantly, monitoring that plan along the way. He's listening, obviously, to what the tower is saying about the conditions. He's following the weather. He's looking at the headwinds. He's looking at the air traffic that's out there and what he needs to do to adjust along the way. If you want to be more profitable and you have a solid plan, a solid budget in place, what's critical is you monitor it on a regular basis. No different than a football coach. You know, if you go in, for example, in the first quarter and you're up by 10 points, how you approach the second quarter isn't dramatically different but might be adjusted slightly. However, if you go into halftime into the locker room and you're down by 20 points, you don't necessarily abandon your plan completely, but you have to adjust it pretty dramatically and monitor it to getting it more on track. The number 10 way to be more profitable, and again, this sounds a little bit more kind of theoretical, but it's really, really important, and that is you make it a number one priority to be profitable. Now, let me repeat that. If you want to be profitable, make it a priority to be profitable. The reality is you have 18 balls in the air. Is profitability 
one of your top three balls, one of your top three priorities. When I go in and I coach and I work with companies, one of the things I always try to do at the beginning and at the end is what are their top three priorities. And what I find in working with leadership teams, small or large, they're oftentimes all over the place in terms of what those top priorities are. So if you want to be profitable, make profitability one of your top three prof, uh, uh, priorities. And if it's one of your priorities, you're going to come up with five to ten ways to be more profitable and to keep it on tack. Now, you can take a lot of my different ideas that I've talked about in this podcast. You can weave it all together. But most importantly, profitability really is a choice. It really is a choice, and I would encourage in the times we're in today, as I said early on, there's a lot of really positive arrows pointing up. However, it doesn't make profitability easy. If you want to see the kind of profitabilities and returns and the benefit it gives you, your family, and certainly your team members, then make it a choice and choose to be profitable. So I want to thank everybody for joining me today, and I look forward to a podcast in the future. Thank you, Mark. You just listened to episode 86 of Mark G. Richardson's Ramali Mastery Series, brought to you by Surefire Local. We hope you were able to take away some key points in making your business more profitable. If you haven't already done so, please take a minute to subscribe to Ramali Mastery on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening in today, and we hope to see you next time.